0: She ha- doesn't have a thing that almost rhymes with the kind of beer I'm drinking. I don't want it. Hello internet and welcome to the A to Z Horrorcast. This is the Creative Total Podcast brought to you by us over at AdaZohHorror.com. I'm Jack, and sitting across from me is Jake. Sorry, Jack. I guess I just fuck up all the time. God damn I, it, I, I, knew, I picked it because I knew you were going to pick it. <laughs> and sitting next to Jake is another guy who just fucks up all the time. It's Mark. Oh, it, that is me. It's the best line of the movie. Dude. It is absolutely the best line of the movie. Boys, we are uh, back to our normal business here. It yeah, feels, it's, it's been a while. It has, because Mark and I did a did a two-man show for yeah. a while. Then we had the Idaho Horror Film Festival. Yes. Huge thanks again to them. Yes. Uh, as this is coming out, you've heard all of the awesome interviews and the main episode we did for that, if you chose to listen to them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. huge mm-hmm. thanks to all those awesome women again. That was a ton of fun. Yeah. You know what they say about routine, though? It's, you got to get back to it? I don't, actually. Uh, yeah, routines. is there a fancy saying about routines? Actually, no. Routines are good, though. <laughs> Generally speaking, they're good for your health. I okay. like being back you, to our routines. You know what they say about routines. Routines are good, though. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that. So, for those of you unfamiliar with our crack jack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it. And this week, we're diving into the Halloween spirit of things. We watched oh. 1981's Halloween Two. Which wasn't even really picked by any of us, right? It was just a Halloween pick. We kind of came to a mutual we came to an agreement. Yeah. Yeah. And we will dive Halloween. It's Halloween. Yeah, what are you gonna do? We will dive all the way into that real soon. And fair warning, when we do, we're gonna spoil the absolute nonsense out of it. If you like what we do and want to support the show, you can head on over to Patreon.com slash A-T-O-Z A-T-O-Z and support the show at your level of choosing. Get some cool perks in the process. But hey, if you can't swing that right now, uh, we just appreciate you hanging out with us, and we're going to keep bringing you this same regular content, except when we have like a film festival or something. Uh, the only one we have is the Idaho Horror Film Festival. is the only one we ever do. <laughs> but Correct. apart from that, we'll just keep bringing you this same show, and we appreciate you being here, hanging out with us. Well put. Yeah. But for now... It's time to do the getting drunk part. So on that score, let's do beers for fears. And uh, I'm going to start with my beers for these fears. Okay. Do you want to bed this incoming shoehorning into something? What, what would I bed it into? I don't know, something. something? Bed something below it is what I am going to say. Is there a song the about shoehorning? Yeah, monster bash. Do, yeah, Halloween, monster bash. Okay. Halloween beds. I'll do werewolf bar, bar mitzvah. Werewolf bar mitzvah. Spooky, scary. Okay, uh, yeah. Uh, So I am drinking a Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Okay, I know. There's like one angle. What's the angle? Uh, Well, the angle is the big difference between Halloween 1 and this particular movie, and I would argue... A big, big part that makes this movie worse than Halloween, the original, is Hollywood's influence, man. California it was shot in California, had all these big movie producers coming in with their big ideas, fucking shit up. It wasn't just Carpenter out there in the woods, painting leaves, buying masks for a dollar fifty. Hollywood came in. Am I an idiot or wasn't the first one also shot in California? Parts of it were shot in California, but Big Hollywood <laughs> okay. wasn't involved yet. Mark, got it, it got still it. Had, it was still a Soul Skater team. Puppets. yeah yeah. Sierra, and, uh, what Sierra Nevada is a California brewery. And what do you want from me? I, got, I left work like six minutes ago. Michael Myers is pale. Michael Myers is pale. That's what I was getting to. But you were giving me such you shame were, eyes. You weren't getting there. I was absolutely I, getting there. For the record, I gave you that one. Also, so. Michael Myers is pale. Oh, cool. And Jamie Lee Curtis has an ailment. <laughs> I mean, not really. She got <laughs> stabbed. That's an that ailment. Mean, is that, that an, ailment? Ailment? an ailment? I think that's an injury, not an ailment. I think it can be both. I don't. I'm trying to help you here, Jack. Stop <laughs> arguing against your own case. No, I I don't want it. If if the reasoning is because she ha- doesn't have a thing that almost rhymes with the kind of beer I'm drinking, I don't want it. Uh, it doesn't rhyme. It's part. Oh my God! We just provided an answer. Every single word in the beer you're drinking has now been accounted for within the story. <laughs> Okay, good enough. And one, of I them- hate that you're gonna win this no, week. He, Jack only provided <laughs> uh, one of them. I deserve to win this week because of the fucking host episode where I spent like <laughs> fucking thirty goddamn bones on soju and fancy Korean beers, and all I got was tied with Mark's bullshit. <laughs> I tied well, with I, a stupid, my pun. objectively perfect choice. I tied is with great. a bad pun. <laughs> I think not even a tied pun. The great. Pun. I tied with a bad homonym. Well. I, I mean, it's a good homonym. If you know, know fucking, what they say about homonyms, What Jack? are your fucking beers for th- No, what? That they're okay? I don't know. Everyone loves homonyms <laughs> or whatever. Some- <laughs> Jake with the <laughs> aphorisms tonight. <laughs> Do you throw it to me? Yeah, sure. I'm I go- pissed off now. you pissed wow. me off. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, I got two. I decided to go with the brave route. I kind of thought you guys were going to put more effort into this, and, and I did not go Whoa. with a... I'm even gone. <laughs> I did not go with an October beer or a pumpkin beer. I took it into a different direction. Okay, I'm drinking a Budweiser Black Lager. Okay, now the reason for this one is I can kind of actually have a similar reasoning to Jack. Budweiser, obviously famous. This is sort of like the sequel to Budweiser, and it's much darker, <laughs> much darker, both literally and like violently. Right. This movie's obviously okay, well, a little were bit more. Okay. you are just talking in- about the beer. Are you saying the beer is much more violent? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't That's tasted what it yet, saying. but I assume so. <laughs> that's what he we saying. well but my point here my point here with the darkness is that this one's like way more gory and violent than the original one which was you know they kind of shied away from showing stuff so that they didn't have to spend any money on it and Mark if, the if, other beer if you read the batch number on that bottle you're drinking you'll find that's from that batch that someone fell in one of the vats and died
1: so yeah much I think more if I drink it I'm gonna get
0: haunted yeah exactly that's how that so, works Yes. tune in next week where I have a split personality of whoever fell into the vat <laughs> hmm. <laughs> might happen character work That joke (laughs) means nothing at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Uh, The other beer I'm drinking is a Black Lion by Lev. Uh Uh, This is just something that I saw that I thought adequately represented Michael Myers as he was trudging around the hospital killing people. He's just a big, dark, vicious killing machine. Sure. Okay. Lions, traditionally not solo hunters. Uh Ah. this one is though. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this one is okay. Okay, it's good defense. Okay. I like it. Wow, I like it. Jake, what is your beers for these fears? What I is guess your? I'm, beers? I guess I'm the hero we all needed for a Halloween movie, and I, I did go with the pumpkin beer. I feel like you can only do this once a year, so I did it. It's finally or once a year. It's uh, this is a Legion Dark Knife. I had a very similar reasoning to Mark for the dark part. Yep. I mean, this movie is much darker than the original. Also, Michael Myers, and that dark figure out there, and I mean, come on. His killing of a knife, usually. <laughs> he, he gets creative in this one. Let's just say that. But look, this is, this is exactly what he does, and the pumpkin part is quite obvious with Halloween and what this movie is and what the holiday is, too. So perfect, cho- <laughs> perfect choice, Jake. Thanks. Wow. Good. Okay, good analysis. <laughs> but drinking beers and watching horror movies isn't the only thing we've done over the course of the last week. Now, Jake's interrupting me. Time out. I have two things. Okay. This beer tastes straight up like olives. Okay. <laughs> Second thing. Mark, I'm going to take a picture of this for the pay- the patents. The Mark looks exactly in dress like Mikey in the Blair Witch project looks. Like that's just his get up. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a better face than Mikey, but he is he is his garb is I mean spot on. Could I find Uruguay in the hair patterns on your chest? <laughs> you might. I have very sporadic just chest like hair. Mikey. Yeah, and while you were saying that, Jake, Mark had to get up to get some paper towel. Mark, do you have an incident over there? I had a little bit of an incident. My black line exploded all over me. That'll happen. <laughs> that will happen. All right. Look, I was yeah. working on a nice, smooth transition, but uh, that kind of blew it all up. So let's just start talking about what else has been rocking our horror worlds, Jake. Starting with the Idaho Horror Film Festival. Yes. Thanks again, people.
1: you yeah, said it a lot.
0: I, you've heard the podcast now. It was a lot of fun check out your local horror film festivals Yeah, or come here do yeah, that, god though. damn it come here it's fucking worth it it's so cool yeah. okay next logical thing Jack we're gonna have to, to bed some music for some unpaid to p- this date beers for fears losses I have some things I gotta do here oh Billy yeah okay I have some things mmm beer just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber you go and do something like this what a idiot You suck, you jackass. Yeah, okay, and I have two this week. Uh, Interestingly enough there for one loss that I had, and I've been losing a lot lately, so I... I was going to say I don't know why I did this to myself, but I know exactly why I did this you to myself. You imposed this on yourself. I yeah. was losing so frequently of late that I just started being like, you know what? The three movies that you can pick from, Patents, are, are, are movies that I want to see from you, this year. You've got such a martyr complex totally. about this. I'm you have not martyr. been losing that much. I'm, I've I'm lost martyr. by far more than anyone. Yeah, not, it's not that that is correct. It's not that far. It's not that far. You'll find <laughs> Anyway, I lost Freddy V. Jason. It was like my 11th loss in a row, it felt like. <laughs> so I just, I just, I just, you know, I could pick from movies that I wanted to see. Just so happened that One Cut of the Dead and Midsomar tied. So I watched both. Ooh, shit. How's that? Which one do you want me to start with? Talk about One Cut of the Dead, because I've seen that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one Cut of the Dead is on Shudder, just I- for the record. Yep. I um, loved it, for, as a reminder to the listener. Japanese meta zombie movie. Yep. And it's really good. So it's a really good, good. movie. I the, I guess the only thing I'll say at risk of spoiling anything, like, go see it. It's more on the humorous side. It is a foreign film. You know what you're getting yourself into. I thought the first act and the third act were amazing, and the second act was, like, really slow. Yeah, I'll buy that. So the fact that it bookended it well is a lot better than the inverse, but it it had some pacing issues and that's me reaching for things that I did not like about the movie. Yeah. It's it's really funny. It's incredibly shot. Like, (laughs) you look back at how they did this and it's just amazing. It's surprisingly gory, too. Surprisingly gory (laughs) for what it is and what it's setting out to be. Yep. Uh, It's just a Great addition to a very saturated genre, which we talk about a lot. I'm not the zombie guy, <laughs> but this not was a zombie, zombie movie that I enjoyed and I would recommend wholeheartedly to everyone. Okay, <laughs> okay, I liked it a lot. Go yep. see it, watch it. It's very, it's on Shutter. Yes, yeah, for like the 11th time. Shutter, Shutter. What else you got, buddy? Yeah, I watched Midsummer. Oh right, not right, on Shutter. Right, right, that right, one right. Uh, you have to rent for kind of a lot right Although now. Although I understand it's, totally it's coming new. to HBO very shortly. That's what I'm waiting for. Cool. I paid for like the 4K rental on uh Amazon. Okay. This is an Ari Aster movie in that it is a tour de force from a technical standpoint and it's pretty slow. I think those are both things that you could from having watched hereditary be like, yeah, that 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 counts. Buy, that, that, that buy place. that place. Yeah. yeah. Uh those are both consistent here. He he goes in a very different direction. Anyone who's ever seen the trailer knows that. The the hallmark of this one is horror in broad daylight. And it's a cult movie. Like, there's no getting around that. And I think you could see that from the trailer, too. The interesting one with this one is that it is more or less, I don't think this is too spoilery, spoilery, an extremely drug-trippy breakup movie set in a cult setting. All right. (laughs) And things escalate. Like, this movie, despite being relatively slow, was way more disturbing to me than Hereditary. Maybe not way more. But this movie disturbs me. Okay. Um, cult movies have a tendency of doing that. I've kind of noticed, mostly because of Apostle last year and how much that one fucked me up. Sure. But uh, this one has some very similar types of things that happen, and it doesn't make you feel too good. I'll tell you that much right now. Interesting. Uh, I would give it a recommend for sure. If if for no other reason than to go and to see another movie that is so incredibly well done from a technical standpoint, it's a pretty long one. You're gonna have to invest a couple hours and like I three did... hours, right? No, it's like two. Okay, but there's now a director. I think it's like two and a half. There's a. I think it's. It? I think it's just over two. I might be wrong, but there is a director's cut that just came out, and I did not watch <laughs> that. I went and just like cherry picked the director's cut scenes. Mm-hmm. I actually wish some of them would have been in the movie, but Shit. the end product would have been like your three plus hour movie, midsummer theatrical cut two eighteen. Yeah, so that's, that's yeah, and it feels like wait, I'm very confused by what you just said. You didn't watch the you didn't watch the director's cut, correct? But then you went and saw the scenes from the director's cut, correct? So you did in effect spend the entire length of the director's cut watching this movie. He just like did it in installments. Yeah, but I wasn't gonna go and <laughs> spend three hours after having spent two fifteen. Yeah, well, you didn't re-watch it, but you watched two fifteen, and then you watched forty five. Yes, in, in oh my god, yes, sure, but it didn't hit me the same way as it would have hit me as if I had just watched the director's cut through. Because, as you know, immersion is a thing that happens when you watch a movie. Yep, I don't think there's anything in science. To back Great, that. I would recommend this movie to get myself out of this little jam that Mark's putting me in. Go and see <laughs> it, maybe before the end of the year. Fair enough. You know what they say about you know what they say about jams, Jake. What do, what they, do they say? They say? About jams? Occasionally, they're good. Or yeah. They are a thing that exists. Yeah, I've heard that said about jams. You know before. what they say about jams is don't put seeds in my jams. <laughs> I think that was a reference to a friend of ours. Um, in any case, uh, yeah, I don't have any because I did kind of forget to watch these. I got excited watching, I don't know, some other stuff, and with the or Film Festival, did not pay up on any bets. Have some to watch. Yeah. We'll be watching them soon. You and I have to pick a, a, a musical. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that sounds fun. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. We'll so have to get uh, for that one. Poultry geist. Jake's right? the musical. No, that, there podcast. is there is one that th- we have to pick. Uh, no, I understand that the oh, patrons have voted on. I gotcha. Shit. We I should gotcha. not I'm so happy we didn't put poultry geist as an option. We would never have put poultry geist Jesus, as an option. Uh, really? <laughs> I mean it depends on how drunk we were, but uh I mean, I make the polls and I might have. Yeah. All right, Mark. What have you got See? to pay up on bets? Nothing. I actually am all paid up. The he last one I had lose. to watch was Jaws too. He doesn't lose. Wow. He hasn't lost in like I'm on a bit of a hot streak of late. Yeah, he even ties to me with horse shit nonsense. He's got the hot hand. He does have the hot hand. Fucker. And also, what stop being a martyr. We excused you from a poll recently, you yeah. stupid asshole. I don't know, but I wrote that note. All right, well, let's cue Scatman. Yeah, you wrote that note. Let's yeah, cue Scatman. Yeah. Jake totally wrote that note. <laughs> it was very like me. I sign off of every note with hugs or whatever. <laughs> hugs and kisses, Jakey. Yeah, it's my name. Scatman's world. All right, Jake. What else has been rocking your horror world that isn't this movie we had to watch for this week and Isn't a beers for fears movie. <clears throat> uh, I have one, and I'll call it a half thing, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll mention the movie first, and then the half thing second, because okay. it'll tie nicely into Mark's part of this whole thing. Uh, I watched Wait, what? Await That's further instructions on Netflix like a while ago now. Okay, because it's been so goddamn long since I was on a podcast. So goddamn long. So goddamn long. I am I am very intrigued by this. I started it and it got like. Literally, maybe 90 seconds in, and then got distracted by something else and haven't gone back to it. Oh, yeah. I, you know, if you have nothing else going on, I'd recommend this. It's not something that like knocked my socks off or anything, but it's a decent little sci fi romp, and it's exactly what you would expect from a movie that pits people against each other in a lockdown house. Sure. <laughs> That's exactly what this movie is. I have. Are there a lot of games? Um, no. They have like arbitrary rules? Yeah, yes. Okay. I wouldn't call them games. There are a lot of th- th- instructions that are given that seem quite arbitrary, and some people get it and some people don't, man.
1: <laughs> How- this,
0: in a weird way, this sounds kind of right up my alley. <laughs> I think I don't know what it is about that formula of movie, but I kind of like it. I think you'd probably like it. Um, the acting does just enough to keep it from being annoying. There's a particular character that didn't hit me the right way, and he was heavily involved in the movie, but, you know. How did you watch it? It's on Netflix, Jack. Okay, did you say that? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, I was not listening to you. You never do. It's okay. (laughs) What's your half thing? My half thing is that while Mark was here and we were in deep after-hours mode at the Idaho Horror Film Festival, uh, we threw on Shudder. And we watched the, I guess, second two episodes of Creep Show. We're just continuing yeah. along. Creep Show is continuing to do what I want it to do. It's dumb. It's stupid. And it's wacky. And <laughs> that's exactly what I need right now. That's not the only thing we watched on Shutter uh, while recovering from segments of the Idaho Horror Film Festival. We also Wait, is that true? It is absolutely true. Oh, There's a shit. certain and the ghoul log. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a different time. That's a different stage of recovery. So. Yeah, man. <laughs> they have a thing. It's like you know those uh this Netflix has like the, the Yule log and the one of the channels has the Yule log that just burns. Yeah. And you have it like on all throughout Christmas season. Yeah. This is just uh some ghoulish stuff. It's the return of the ghoul log. Okay. Brought I did to you know by that. the fest. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Fuck yeah. Good thing to have it on in the background. Shutter. And there's some spooky sound effects like a phone ringing and in <laughs> yes. steps and cackling. <laughs> You picked some very strange examples, Mark. I guess just the phone ringing, but... uh, Those are in there. Those are in there, though. I don't know, man. A phone ringing is spooky. I hate phones. (laughs) All right, well, I've got... It means I have to talk to somebody. Yeah, Yeah, it is spooky, yeah. That's more terrifying than spooky. Yeah, agreed. Um, I've got two movies to talk about this week. Do it. Uh, Mark, I know you've seen this first one, and it's arguably Mm -hmm. probably not really horror. This is Glass... Yep. Uh, because Glass I did became, in fact see that. Yeah, oh. It became available on HBO. This is the third installment in the Unbreakable Split Glass series. Yeah. Um it kind of stinks. I didn't really like oh. it. <laughs> I haven't seen I, it. It I haven't good. seen it, so you guys fight. That Here's one out. the thing. Um James Mcavoy's performance remains amazing. I mean, it, it's truly astonishing how good a job he does playing a thousand different characters problematic stuff about Dissociative Identity, Identity Disorder sure. aside, already, already he said. does a tremendous job acting it. That doesn't change at all. Sure. So he's like second to only Sammy in this movie. God damn it. There's a scene in this movie where <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson's mom comes okay. in. Okay. And I could not get over the fact that he is- How did Ooh. his mom come in? He's like 80. Yeah. That's what I was thinking throughout this movie. It's, she's like a relatively young looking woman. <laughs> yeah. It's... And it's like, what the fuck? So she's supposed to be like 97, I think? <laughs> The actress who plays his mom may well be younger than him. I think she probably is. (laughs) Uh, Science will tell you if you just bother to look it up. That's actually interesting enough to look up. So that's very strange. Um, There's nothing in heaven and earth who could could answer that uh, question. Also, I'm not going to spoil this movie. But the plot and the twist and the turn of this movie are so infuriatingly stupid that I could not stick with it. Shyamalanian. Uh, that is accurate, yes. And, oh my God, including the characters' like motivations and what they know at times and don't know at other times is infuriating. What? Um, but I no. do kind of like the effects and the fights between David Dunn and the, the Horde, the Beast, are half well choreographed if over-edited and like, choppy, but they're kind of cool looking. So that's something, I guess. That sounds like... Okay. I Look, watch it if you've seen the first two, because it yeah. does resolve it. But it, also, you're going to be fine if you don't watch it. I had no desire to after watching you're it. You're going to be fine. Okay, yeah. cool. You're going to be just fine. I have an important update. Uh, the actress who played Samuel L. Jackson's mother, Charlene Woodyard, was born five years after Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> so that Hell checks yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah, so that's yep. accurate. That's the kind of attention to detail this word. movie had going for it. And honestly, uh, Sarah Paulson, who... Typically, I enjoy her performances a whole lot. Love Sarah Paulson. Including her performance in American Horror Story is probably what she might be be best. Ah, she's been in some Oscar stuff at this point, but she is terrible in this movie. Yeah, Bird Box. She's terrible in this movie. Um... No, she's not. She's, the role is bad. The, the writing is bad. <laughs> it's all <laughs> but bad. But she does a fine job. I don't know. I disliked her. Uh, not just her character. Okay. Um, in any case, um, on to wow. a more positive one. I would hope so. This is a movie we talked about in the <laughs> horror release roundup. <laughs> um, I watched a Netflix horror flick that dropped just very recently called Eli. Ooh, so did I. Oh, sweet. Gonna okay. Tag team this one too. Yeah. Um, This is... I mean, this is a great one to throw on during the Halloween season. This is just like a good little compact horror movie. Like, I don't know, it's it's kind of classic in a way that, like, in like old school in a way that not a lot of horror movies are these days. I feel like. Does that make any sense, Mark? Do you know what I'm trying to get at at all? I do. Um, and we don't want to get too far into this one because it is a relatively recent release. I was in the same boat as you, where I was just going to be like, "Yeah, pretty good, solid, uh, spooky, fair," and then, uh, this movie does some stuff that I kind of wasn't expecting. So. Yeah, I'd give it a watch. I I would give this one a recommend. It's and it's got some people you'll recognize in it. I think um the the so so the the, the main story of this movie is a is a kid who's like allergic to air in a bubble, like afraid of everything. <laughs> Seriously, in a bubble. He lives in a bubble in his house. That wasn't the funny part. What was the funny part? Allergic to air is just funny. I mean, he's allergic to air. It's funny. Though, so th- Jack. Okay. Okay. Um it's only a- outside air, particularly, <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, duh. yeah, duh. Yeah. And so they like they have to transport him to this house where he's going to be uh, hopefully cured by a radical scientist, and uh, things go horror from there. Um, right. The dad is a, is a character actor who you've seen a bunch before. He often plays a tough guy. He was on an episode of Bird Notice. You'll recognize him. Um, but also, the kid makes friends with the redhead girl from Stranger Things.
1: Yes. Got it. Yeah. She's in it too. Max from Stranger Things. Yeah.
0: Uh, But overall, this was a good movie. Parts of it were distressing, and there were some good scares in it as well. I enjoyed it. I think it's pretty good. Uh, Yeah. I would give it a recommend, certainly. Jump scary. Um, There are jump scares, but it's not wholly dependent on the jump scares. Correct. Okay. And the jump scares are actually like, well, some of them are kind of lame, but... Uh, there are good ones as well. I like that. Yeah. So that's the like other one. I'm glad I watched it. And, cool. Uh, yeah, Gary Andrews Low. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. No reason not to. All right, Mark. Yep. So you watched Eli. What else did you watch? I got two others to talk about. The first of which is Pie Wacket. Uh, this is one that came out like last year. Or or? Yeah, I remember this um, name for sure. Yeah, finally. It was your time. Yeah. Uh, it's been on my list for a while. I can't remember. I think... For whatever reason, I want to say Jake gave this sort of like a runner-up in my I Should Watch It This Year movie. I did. uh, From last year's Omnibus, so I finally got around to it. Um, This is on Hulu, so I was just cruising through the Huluween availability stuff, and uh, this jumped out at me, and I was like, oh, okay, there it goes. So if you want to watch it, uh, it's out there on Hulu. Uh, This is a movie about a teenager who kind of sort of accidentally on purpose summons a demon, um, and the ramifications thereof. It's exactly. a pretty nice little fall movie, actually. Now is the time of the year to watch it. It's set in a very heavily forested area and all like all the all the aspens have dropped their leaves and stuff. I think it's in like the northeast. It's definitely in uh, New England, yeah. New England. Yeah. <clears throat> um Yeah, there's a lot of teen angst in this movie. That's probably the only like flag I'll put up is this could be a potentially very annoying thing. But <laughs> there were there was at least one scene that I thought was phenomenally well executed that did creep me out substantially, uh which We're not going to spoil, but I will say it was the one that was lit by iPhone flashlights. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. Did you say Uh, how you watched it? Because I wasn't listening to you either. Wow, I said it a bunch. uh, Hulu on Huluween. Oh, that's right. you did. I was half listening, turns out. Yep. Um, And then the the next one I wanted to talk about was um, another Hulu special. They've really upped their game. Um, I watched All That We Destroy, which was directed by Chelsea Stardust. Nice, man. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so I talked about this a little bit. If you listen to the Chelsea Stardust interview, it comes up. Um, but I haven't had a chance to actually talk about it on here yet, so I'm going to give it its run right here. So this was the End of the Dark series entry for May for Mother's Day, which is kind of an interesting little gimmick to do for this one. I, I, I you know, We're not here to tell you exactly what happens, but if you want to watch the trailer, it basically gives everything away. Um, this is easily the best... End of the Dark movie I've watched so far. I think I've only seen, this is the fourth one now. Okay. So okay. I don't have a huge sample size. Pretty but pretty big. The End of the I, Darks that I've seen have ranged from bad to decent, so better than decent, sounds like. Better than, better than decent. I, I, like I that. liked it. I think it, uh, I believe Chelsea described this as an episode of Black Mirror mixed with Rosemary's Baby and one other thing that I can't remember, uh, which is, Pretty accurate. There's a substantial amount of Black Mirror blood in this, so if you like that show, you'd probably also like this. Yeah. Um, interesting looking film. Very dark, both in subject matter and in, like, screenshots. Um, but <laughs> Screen a nice little a nice little shots. ode <laughs> to mothers out there. Okay. No, I like that. That's pretty solid. Yeah. And Jack, just in case you weren't listening, that's on Hulu as well. Okay, thank you. Uh, but Mark, did you say how you watched it? Oh, uh, I don't think I had it. It hadn't come up Okay, yet. well, uh, before Hulu. you do, let's go to the feature presentation. Oh. Over at ADCHorror.com this week, we watched 1981's Halloween two. I don't believe there to be a subtitle. There is not. The Halloweener. The halloweening <laughs> yes. uh, this wasn't really picked by anyone. We kind of just came to this one by consensus because we needed to watch a movie that was kind of like had to have the Halloween oeuvre and doesn't get much more Halloween. And how did we things. decide? Okay, you blew up my joke. Damn it. I was gonna say, how did we decide that this was emblematic of Halloween? But you know what? Cool. No, you do yours, that's better. Doesn't get much more Halloween y than a Halloween movie. We've already watched one and three, so why not watch two? Why not go back in time and do the one we skipped? I mean, I'll give you some reasons a little later on. Spoilers for my ratings. Wow. Um In any case, had either of you boys seen this before? Uh, yes. Okay. Is this a, a a lot watch for you? Uh no. This a- is probably the third time in my life. Okay. Mark? I, I think this is, at best, on in the background once. Yeah, I've seen this before. Never sat down to watch it all the way through. What? Um, exactly. What Every time I'm choosing, I'm never going to choose this. Weird. Like, okay. if I want to watch a, a a movie in the Halloween series, why well, would I ever choose three? this one? It's yeah. one or three. Why would yes, I ever choose H2O, maybe, even? Yeah. Fuck no. Like Resurrection, if you want to see some cool Kung Fu, or no, the no, Rob Zombie version, no. if you want the objectively best one. No. There's a lot. This is These are bad takes. Stop saying takes. I'm, we're still in the same week. <laughs> It'll end after a week. <laughs> Listeners, take a drink, shot. Drink, Jake drink every take. time Jake yeah, says take. Yeah, get exactly. ready for it. Um, I've already said it like three times. <laughs> So uh, anyway, we kind of just settled on this one. I still don't really know how it happened. <laughs> well, I okay. We kind of just settled. Here's what happened, listener. Oh. I was like, okay, here, here, we have to do a Halloween episode. And then I chatted them some options. I was like, we could do Ghost Watch, we could do WNUF Halloween Special, we could do Halloween Two, and then the other two are currently not available in the United States. So we picked this one. <laughs> oh, that's how it happened. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that sounds about right. Yeah. Victory by default. Yeah. Uh, Now, boys, none of us really picked this. How do we want to do a 30-second plot synopsis? Uh, Roll a dice, and the highest one goes last. We split it 10 seconds. 10 seconds each? Oh, man. Oh, Billy. I put that in the wrong order of words. Also, the highest one goes last means nothing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> highest one goes middle. No, that's too much hard. Who's the highest one? What's what no, The much hi- number One through six. If you get a six, you're obviously the highest. Oh, I roll a die. Okay. We all roll a die. <laughs> I roll a die, and the number goes at whatever position it lands at. We all roll a die, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the die goes. Well, fifth, I rolled a six. So you're probably going last. <clears throat> We've got very sharp craps dice. Jake also rolled a six, by the yeah. way. Okay, so I'll go first then. <laughs> okay, Jake rolled a three in our roll off.
1: And I rolled a two
0: and so so I roll up So go last. Jake goes last. Great. I go second. Mark goes first. <laughs> Going last is a disadvantage. Now right? we all need to have timers up, boys, because oh, we yeah, gotta I call not, each other I did on not this. Do this. I'm last doing time. this on air this time because it takes forever. So. Fuck it, we'll do it last. Thirty seconds are on the goddamn clock. Mark, it's gonna start when you start. You're gonna have ten seconds, and I'll cut you off. Okay. It is the night after the Halloween 1 original massacre. Laurie Strode is put in an ambulance and brought to a local hospital. Michael Myers is still out there. The cops are trying to find him, and they're slowly unraveling. The events of the night past. All right. Time mark. Um, they, <laughs> Dr. Loomis is still out there with the cops trying to kill him. Um, instead, they cop sandwich a little kid in a... J- d- 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 oh, my <laughs> God. Michael Myers stalks and kills a bunch of people. Finally, Loomis tracks him back to the hospital and blows both their asses up. He comes stumbling out and burns, and they think he's dead, and they put her the hands and leave. You, Jack, did nothing. You said two words. I talked about the innocent oh kid getting my sandwiched. God. Oh my god! <laughs> I couldn't think of Michael Myers in the middle there when I was on the spot. I panicked a little bit. You might I, like. I want to go back and do a word count. That you, might be the worst. You might have said less words than you had seconds. It was <laughs> That's close, distinctly possible. Oh my god! I had more stuttering than I had seconds. Oh my god! <laughs> but see, look, yeah, that, you that got does there. not count just, as multiple words when you stutter. Look, I just, I just, I knew you'd get there. I had confidence in you, buddy. I mean, I had to basically say nothing because you said nothing, and I had to get us to the end. What do you mean? You had to basically say nothing. I wanted to talk. About, I wanted to talk about Bud, a lot. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, that you know. was actually your job. He was mostly a middle of the movie guy. Yeah. Well, I was gonna get to Bud, but I couldn't remember Michael Myers's name. That will be a which problem. is sort of important. It's it's uh yeah he's he's. A cameo, he has a cameo in this movie. This is gonna be fucking terrible. We're not supposed to. We're not supposed to rehearse these, but you know, like an inkling of preparation might be might be in order. Yeah. Okay. So Freddy Krueger gets in there, and then uh, <laughs> he gets drowned in Camp Crystal Lake, I think. Yeah, and then he winks at the camera at the end. I think. What movie do we watch? Yeah. Right. He throws a uh, four leaf clover at uh, Jennifer Aniston. Damn, we got to do that at some point. And then they get jettisoned out the airlock. Precisely. <laughs> exactly. Nailed exactly. It. Nailed it. Ooh. Mark, you just gave me an idea for a fun game. Um, alright Jack, <laughs> Jack <laughs> Yeah. Jack, I have a question for you. Yeah, buddy. Are you vamping because you don't know the next segment? No, the next segment is what in the fuck subjarms of horror fits into cool. besides slasher, because that's mine. Hmm. If I'm hold on, if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about why Jack was just vamping, I don't think it's because he forgot what segment was next. I think he forgot what segments are. To, break, yes. to zoom out a little bit yes, more? Yes, I lost track of the greater category of things it could fit into. <laughs> yep. We, yeah. we Wait, we're recording out. a podcast? I'm having before. an existential breakdown. Wow. <laughs> and <laughs> also a non-existential breakdown. So just-stential. Yes, I'm having a stential breakdown. That sounds like me. Uh, it is a slasher uh, holiday. Sure. Yeah. Um, is this still in the realm of classic? How far down the road can we go in the ha- Halloween franchise one. before we hit a non-classic? <laughs> you can go one down. Okay, this is not a classic. Correct. I don't think it is. Okay. Yeah, it's not a classic. Halloween is a classic. Nobody knows the director of this movie besides Hallow- like- Halloween is a classic. Halloween three is a cult classic. Exactly. This yeah. one is just this one follow-up. just skipped the classic genre altogether. Uh, you don't think Rick Rosenthal directed a masterpiece here? I, I do not. <laughs> has-, has Rick Rosenthal ever directed a masterpiece? I mean, he's the director of photography on Halloween one, and that was shot beautifully. He's he's directed this and Resurrection. So no, he has not definitively. I mean, in the realm of Halloween movies, yeah, that's correct. <laughs> in Outside re- of that, he's directed almost nothing else. So I don't know why I corrected. <laughs> yeah, I was it. gonna he, say he directed the 1998 film "Just a Little Harmless Sex." Oh, so you know what? He has directed a masterpiece. I take it <laughs> yeah, back. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, there, it uh, it. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, we got it. We got it. He did it. Mark, yeah. do you care to give us a subgenre it fits into? Uh those are the I, I gave you classic, and you shot it down. I, we got to go around the horn again. So this one is kind of. It's not a like torture porn splatter no, like gore movie, but it's getting there. No, it has a needle in an eye. I think you assume, has... I think you assume a certain amount of of gratuitous violence when you take the slasher genre. Yeah, but this yeah, is I, part I, of I the agree. reason I, for that. I don't think it's out of the realm of what's. I think it's very typical of the slasher genre. But it wasn't at the time. Uh, I agree. We'll I agree with. Hold on, I agree with what both of you are saying. This is very squarely just in regular slasher fare but i agree that it does sort of lay the ground you need slashers like this and the friday the 13th franchise and all the other like relatively now not really gory but at the time then very gory movies in order to build up to the point where you get to splatter porn whatever we call it. mark what are you saying this is a classic um, no, I am not saying that. Don't put words in my mouth. Well, like okay. this one, I mean, most of the criticism of this one at the time was like, this is needlessly gory for no other reason than just to show gore. And that fucking well, sucks. And so like, it's, it's not that. part that. aged well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that just became slashers. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So I don't think we got anything else no. in our no, one so either. segment here. No. no. All right. No. So let's talk about what this movie does right. Because mm-hmm. there are things. Okay. Why don't you give me one of them? I'm not suggesting I don't have it. What a weird any. way to inflect that yeah. sentence. What the hell is wrong with you, little kid? I don't <laughs> like this movie. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> there are things, he says. Everyone. Uh, a lot of the gore it does, it does very well. Um and what I mean by that is there's a few scenes in particular that I think are iconic and that hold up really well. The ones in particular are the needle in the eye scene, I think the face being Broiled on broiled is wrong, being melted off from hot water, scalded, scalded off. There Boiled. you go. Thank you, Mark. Boiled. There were a lot of words I could have chosen. Um <laughs> I chose interestingly. Not broiled. Also with the one where the guy falls on the ground like kind of near the gurney and then it's just in that pool of two red blood, but really like yeah, that, really that bright red later, blood. Man. I like that a lot. I uh, mean that looks really they're good. They're iconic scenes. It looks it looks cool, even if it doesn't look accurate. It does look cool. Well the camera's you like say kinda you- zooming out. When you say needle in the eye, are you referring to that when the doctor's chair turns around or are you talking about the then kill that he does immediately thereafter where he jams the needle into the lady's brain? So I was talking specifically about when the, the chair turns around because the end of the brain is like he goes in through the temple and it probably does enter some part of the eye in its adventure, but it's not like you're not seeing a needle go into an eye. Okay. I mean, just which part of the scene specifically you're talking about is what I'm after. Because, I don't know. The whole sequence is pretty good. Yeah, it is. I also is. really dislike the concept of having air injected into my Oh, body. my God. Yeah, that's really distressing. It was literally the one in the ring- scene in The Ring 2 that got to me. <laughs> Not every scene in The Ring 2? No, that movie was hot garbage. <laughs> it was actually like room temperature garbage. Which is probably, I mean, I guess frozen garbage is the ideal temperature that's for the garbage. That's the best garbage. But, uh, yeah. 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 So room temperature probably second worst. Then that's rapist I got I got one for you that is going to go on top of that pile of phenomenal scenes. Uh, the one that you spent all of your ten seconds talking about the car crash scene. Yeah, <laughs> it's <the> best one. <laughs> it's, great. It it's great. It's great. It's one. unassailably awesome. The the scene itself is unassailably awesome. I have a lot of questions about the plot surrounding that scene, but the scene itself <laughs> is awesome. The plot's infallible. We need infallible. to do a deep dive. I just love that. I think every single car made before 1999 or so, anytime it touches something, T-bones something, any minor car crash, ball of flame, boom, explosion, everyone's dead. It's that well, catalytic converter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are cars that famously did happen to, right? With like the Ford Pinto Well, I mean Pinto the Pinto, if it got rear en- That was if it got rear-ended, it would blow up. Yeah. But also, I don't, I don't know if that's a thing about cars or just about a thing, th- the era of movies. It's in. Oh, yeah. To be clear, I'm not an idiot. It is about the era of movie. <laughs> I mean, that should be happening in any era because it's way cooler when a car blows up than when a car doesn't still blow up. still happens in the Fast and Furious movies, I man. I mean, and those movies are awesome. Always <laughs> have your car Yeah, those movies up. are great. Yeah. Why do you think Michael Bay makes cool shit? Yeah, man. Duh. Duh. God. <laughs> but yeah, that explosion is fucking cool. <laughs> It's so excessive and then they just zoom in on the flaming body of what they think at the time is Michael but is in fact just an innocent teen. Who's dressed up like Michael Myers for I've, no fucking reason? I got. I got. That's, <laughs> later, that's later. That's later. That's later. That's later. That's later. No fucking reason. That's later. Oh my god. That. The, I. I want to. We need to write a thesis I about have that. So much to scene. say about that scene. Also, the cops like going eight miles an hour and cannot stop and like hits the kid. He's going way can't too fast. Can't even swerve. He can't he's going do like twenty. Anything. He's going twenty. Come on. And then later, it's like there's nothing I could do. I couldn't slow down. I couldn't stop. Like you could have done both or either of those things. Uh, literally, the only option I had was to swerve directly into the kid and pin him against this van. I think he <laughs> sped up after he hit the kid initially just Definitely. Him. Yeah. He did the thing that the woman in uh, Carnival of Souls did when she saw a ghost. <laughs> exactly, yeah. 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 Freak oh out, hit God. the gas pedal. Okay, yeah, we're exactly. not there yet. We're not there. But why did you, me. Mark, why did you bring this scene up? You told me. Because it's great. Because <laughs> it's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's the best scene in the movie other than when Bud talks at any point. <laughs> okay, Jake, what do you think the movie did right then? Bud talking Bud. at any point. Okay, I mean, yeah. Bud, really. Talk so. to us about Bud. What do you love about he, Bud? He's hilarious. He's not too acceptable of a character, but he's funny. He's pretty hell. terrible, yeah. He's funny, dude. He's funny. I mean, honestly, it's really just the one scene where he's funny. The rest of it's kind of take it or leave it. But the scene where he's cursing for basically no reason, it's really just the one line, isn't it? It really it's is. It's such an iconic line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess I just fuck up all the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of problems with Bud. We're... I don't care about his problems, though. So I care about him saying I just fuck up all the time. It's great. Yeah, and you, you do like a bad boy. I do, Jack. I do. <laughs> That's not actually what I wanted to say. What did you want to say? Um, uh, Something I think this movie does right is that it feels a lot more like Halloween than the original Halloween. That's not a hot take. Okay, yeah, absolutely. It's a valid point. I mean, this movie all happens during one night, and they go out of their way. There's things we can talk about later to kind of like show you more of the town, and they... I think they heard the feedback where it's like it could have been any holiday except for the pumpkin and like the one scene, right? Right. And the where fact they, that you spray painted a few leaves brown. Yeah, they had jack o' lanterns, they had trick or treaters, they had a Halloween party, all that stuff is happening, and therefore it feels more like Halloween, which is what this series should be. Yeah. So I like that about it. Yeah. It righted that little minuscule wrong yeah and, and I also it's also funny because most of the movie takes place not on Halloween at this point <laughs> or maybe Halloween night I guess it's hard to tell what yeah, time it, it could be November pre- post yeah um, I also do like to that end it is a cool idea to continue a movie that came out a few years later like seconds after the original ended sure that's pretty cool yeah I like that as a concept. that was the number one thing I'd written down yeah. was just the lead off from the first movie into the second movie where you don't really even miss a beat. It's like Laurie coming out of the house. Actually, the first scene of the well, movie they take is Laurie back. telling the kids to call the cops. They take yeah, exactly. you back a little bit. Yeah. Just yeah. to like, reinsert yeah, yeah. you into it. Um, yeah, that's a good touch. I like the fact that you could just not miss a beat. That's nice. Yeah. And that they play it off the same way, too, where the intro credits are basically the same as the intro credits from the first one. Except revealing a skull this time. Wacky. <laughs> also, along with the opening credits and closing credits, Mr. Sandman is a rad song choice to open yes. and close this movie. Yes. So fucking creepy and cool. Yeah. It sets the tone well. Yeah. It does. It really does. It really, really does. I'm kind of out of stuff that it does really? right. <laughs> I thought I had more stuff written down, but you listed off everything that was good in your scenes thing, um, and then we talked about the other two things already, so I'm out too. Yeah. I kind of, like, I'll go ahead and just say that I also wrote down that I thought this had a a little bit better sense of place, because you could see more of the town than the first one, which was happening in, like, three houses on one block. Sure. So that ties really into the more, like, Halloween thing, because they- brought you that via the halloween thing this one you've got like what the the school or the the hospital the school sure. and, the... and it's not that i need to see like this random ass hospital i don't care but just the fact that there are things happening around it feels like a than, small town it feels yeah, yeah you get a, a glimpse of what is outside of that which i think is the only direction you can go and i thought it worked pretty well uh the other thing that i had written down and this is the last one is that i do like that the stakes were high enough We saw what happened in the first movie, but it was so contained to, like, you only had a set number of characters. They really knew what was happening. Other than Loomis, let's leave him out. And they're all dead. (laughs) He comes up in a later section. (laughs) Yeah. They're all dead, except for Curtis and, like, the two kids, right? Yep. So there's really kind of dead men tell no tale. But then you expand and you see the panic that starts to arise of, like, discovering the dead bodies. And, like, the stakes are high. People acknowledge that. And they start freaking out and panicking, and then it just gets worse and worse and worse as the body count rises. Yeah. So I like that a lot, because I think that it they, adds tension in a different way, which is also needed. Okay. They include they include the scene, which I think is kind of important, of the sheriff finding out that his own daughter was murdered. Yeah, I like that scene. Yeah, for and sure. He's, he's all shell-shocked, and she's like, well, I guess I gotta go tell my wife. Yeah, but then I, he just I, leaves. He yeah. leaves the movie then. Oh, he bails. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, makes sense. He, yeah, he should be with her. Uh, I think it's really important, I'll say it one more time, that this does the tension building in a slightly different way, than, at least slightly different than what the first movie did, or you would have just a total rehash, which I wouldn't want either. Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. And this does keep a lot of the parts that we liked about the first one, right? The first-person stuff, and just the same kind of... It's the same director of photography, right? So, Oh, that's actually a perfect transition, and it does middle, if you're willing for to let me have that. I sure am. So I do like those those shots, the first-person shots and the other people being just genuinely unaware of Michael as he walks around behind them. But, man, they really lean heavily on those two things. Yes, <laughs> those, those are those Those shots comprise, what, like 40% of the movies? <laughs> totally. Most of it. Totally. <laughs> uh, I love them. They're great shots. Get a new trick, you know? Come up with something a little bit new. Yeah. Yep. Mr. Rosenthal. Well look, and this movie is is <laughs> kind of like it. <laughs> this movie is kind of famous for Carpenter I mean, didn't want to be it. a part of uh, this movie is kind of famous for Carpenter, didn't want to be a part of it, right? Didn't want to direct it. Helped out with some stuff, did convince Rosenthal to direct it, who was really unhappy about having directed it because how much studio involvement and mixing around there was of it. Yeah. So like this is this is a mess. This is a Hollywood mess. Yeah, but I mean, whatever, you gotta make money. You do got to make money. And it did make a pretty substantial amount of money, so it's yeah, everyone's a winner. It yet. came out pretty quickly after Halloween. We got an un- well, like two years. Yeah, That's pretty quick, man. Not okay. by today's back standards. Back in the day, sure. It's, n- it's not, like a, like, it's not two like a Back to the Future 2 and 3. A, a year. Yeah, or Hope Alone 1 and 2. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> what? Are you just listing sequels what now? Point? Look, yeah. look, what back, point are you making? Back to the Future 2 and 3, they shot at the same time. So uh, they came out, like, back-to-back. Back, yeah, boom, sure. Boom, boom. Yeah. And then two of the Home Alone movies, I can't remember if it's one and two or two and three, came out, at like, within a year of each other. Okay. so And now, like, most horror franchises that make any money do that. They, there's, like, three years in between most, I'd Bullshit. say. Bullshit. What, what are you talking about? Paranormal Activity. How long is it? Anything was there... in Conjuring. Me, yeah. They were on a yearly yeah. cycle. They are not on a yearly they cycle. Were. Bet Paranormal Activity being on a yearly cycle. Okay, so you're saying that three Paranormal Activities came out in three years? Excuse me, three paranormals activity. Thank you. Now it makes sense. Yeah, I just truly. Yep, now confused. he takes the bet. So the, the, is the bet? The bet is: did three paranormals activity come out in three years? Does that have to be a movie bet? No, I'll bet you something now else. Now we have the other thing. I've so watched so many movies. dude. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll bet you a beer or something. Okay, all right. I'll take the bet. In my club, I will splash
1: the pot whenever the fact I please.
0: Hoo, hoo, that's it. Gambling. <laughs> Jake, I got an update for you. It's okay. In very bad news for me, uh, I lost the bet. What were the years? How it, how how many years was it on a yearly cycle? So the original pair—they all came out in 2012. <laughs> the original Paranormal Activity came out in 2009. I remember that. And since then, it was one year until Ghost Dimension was released in 2015. Yeah, they hustled, man. Yeah, they did. And then four years until the next one's coming out. Because 2019, there's going to be one coming out, apparently. Wait, really? Yeah, in June, they 2020? announced. Uh, in June of this year, they announced there's a seventh one coming out. That sounds like a bad idea. I don't remember that. I like that. <laughs> Take a little bit of time off. Take a little bit of time off. Get your head right. Yep. Figure out what camera you want to use. <laughs> oh, shit. You know another one that's coming out on a yearly cycle? What's that? Hell House. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, God. You know what happens when you do the yearly cycle? Jesus. Good stuff. What point okay. were we making before I did I don't know. I think we were about to go to what the movie does that? wrong. Good. Well, I mean, we were still talking about what the movie does wrong. Oh, I got right, one, one thing it, it does middle. Said. I think okay. I think this is does to move middle it along. Dr. Sam Loomis. Okay, I like him. Do- so we're just in what the movie does wrong? No, now, I think it's middle. I dude, <laughs> okay. Donald I'll, I'll Donald Pleasance is great. You guys can go fuck yourselves. He, I don't appreciate this. He is way too prevalent in this movie. Uh, he does a little bit. I do love, I, I do love more, like, is almost my favorite thing about this movie, the opening scene where he's just like, you don't know what death is. It's so good. The line readings like I just so- trying to take his candy inside. Jake, would you read the second note I have here on my sheet? I thought you were going to let me read some lines. Finally. Oh, no. I was going <laughs> to do character work. <laughs> <laughs> the line reading on you don't know what death is is baffling. Yep. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's insane. It's so and good. And then later, he's just like, I shot him six times. It's, he cannot, like, speak normally. It's ridiculous. Oh, the other the other good one was tell a dentist to meet me at the Morgan half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a problem with anything you guys are saying right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> he, he landed just, with me, man. This is going to transition well into what it does wrong, but also, like, a big b- policing was sure different in the '80s, huh? You just let this psychiatrist hang out with you for a while, then he misidentifies Michael Myers. A kid dies, and you're just happy to keep on listening to him. And yeah, where's the kids? Where's where's the advocate for the child who burned alive? Oh my god. And I assume they're the ones letting reloading his gun for him. He doesn't have any ammo on his person. He might. <laughs> he just hands it off. Hey, hey guys, help me out. Help me out. They keep he keeps him in the duster, dude. It's fine. Oh, my god. So Dr. Sam Lewis I think is middle arguably wrong. What makes the good part? Cuz that's Donald Pleasance. It's it's still I like the continuation of the character, but that's about it. They I way like, overuse him. Like the... If he had if he had 3 words in this movie, I think he'd be great. Jake made a good point. Jake made a good point that we just blew right by. Dr. Loomis would totally have just like a pocket full of loose bullets in his duster. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'll give you that. That's yeah. a neat pick. <laughs> yeah, we haven't gotten there yet. I'm sorry. We're, out We're way out of order. <laughs> uh, to pile on a little bit, not to say Donald Pleasence fits into this category, but the acting is not good. From anyone. Not good. From anyone. (laughs) It's terrible. Jamie Lee Curtis does a good job, but she's also playing someone who's essentially comatose. And not in the movie. And also, she doesn't, I mean, I assume it's the direction. But when she stumbles out of that car and is trying to crawl back to the hospital and then can't scream until she can scream and sprint a couple of seconds later, it's so hard to watch. I thought Ben acted well. Which one's Ben? The one that gets hit by the car was a joke. (laughs) If you watch these movies, it would yeah. be funny, Jack. Well, I am supposed to know that kid's fucking name is Ben? Because his name's Ben. Jesus. I think they talk about it in one of the later ones in, like, Halloween 4. <laughs> well, they also talk about it when the kids are like, if you know your a friend Ben, he was wearing a mask. <laughs> it's fine. He was really drunk. It's, it, none of it, it's, none of, no one here is put in a position to act well. We're transitioning to what the movie does wrong. We're this, already but, there. Because I have a Donald Pleasance line. All of them. Sam Hain. Written on a board, and they spend so long about it. Sam Hain. Also, am I missing something that isn't a demonic character or person or anything? It's a, ga- it's a Celtic festival. It's just festival. a Celtic festival. Yeah. Pronounced Sawin, mind yeah. you. Oh yeah. For and sure. they focus on it for so long and allow him to say Sa- Sam Haines. Sawin is the name of a demon. Fuck. It isn't. And then Sam Hain, Jack. Correct me if I'm wrong, but then they just went ahead and made Halloween three entirely about Sam Hain. But at least they said Sawin in it. And at least made it a festival. like it. <laughs> yes. I think they actually called it Sam Hayden there, didn't they? Fuck one of the characters I so. does, I, I don't think. Know, one weird. of the characters does for sure. I'm pretty sure one of them is. Talked yeah, I think the Big Bad calls it that. What? Yeah. Is that just their bit? Maybe that's their bit. Okay, But cool. either way, there are so many demon names you could pick from. And also, why are we picking demon names? Because they made Michael what? Myers Supernatural for reasons that I can't explain, because here's another thing it does wrong. They made Michael Myers fucking Supernatural. Well, I mean, okay, hey, <laughs> yeah, okay. it's okay for him to have, like, mystical like strength or whatever but they take it this is the movie that starts the transition to like where you know it and that's always going to be a rough transition the second one yes <laughs> yeah supernatural and i know it <laughs> listener i have a cold and i'm trying to cough off mike as much as possible but you're gonna have to bear with me this week <laughs> I say that halfway through the episode. Yeah, good it's good fine. work. good work. I mean, they can't hear you cough. Uh, Maybe like a little oh, bit. Oh, when I cough directly into the mic, which has happened at least 10 times, they can. Oh, probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do like that the only time we're not cross-talking is when you're coughing somehow. Yeah, we got to get that in the clear. That's, that's the part we don't interrupt. We really got to isolate that. Get it in the clear. Cross-cough? Cross-coughing. Oh yeah, everybody cough on three. <laughs> yeah, but not gonna do fucking this, make bad. it supernatural, but it's also emblematic of another thing this movie does very wrong, which is the entire story is terribly woven together. Jamie Lee Curtis did not need to be in this. It's cool that they picked it up with Laurie Strode. Has no I mean, I needs to do with the it. movie. They just they shoehorn her in here more than I shoehorn my beer That's and the beers for beers. That's not true. She's just like around sometimes. And then <laughs> When not having featured her for an entire film. You're right. And then watching her, like, scream but not be able to scream loud enough to get someone to hear her but then be able to sprint towards the door. They're like, oh, guess what? You're Michael Myers' sister. Fucking should be some thematic something. Do something with it. It makes no sense. It's stupid. We knew that already from episode one. (laughs) Yeah. So don't make it a reveal in this one. Okay. Well, it's a reveal to her. (laughs) Oh, new to me. We We knew it because Loomis knew it in the first one, right? I think so, but Loomis then, knows everything. My timeline's getting fuzzy here. I don't know. Well, the timeline is fuzzy. They paid no attention to it. It's yeah. one night. Oh well, it's one night, and they paid no attention to it. I only want one night. You're just going off really over going there. And it. a Hot Chip reference, too. Jesus. What a pull! What a deep pole <laughs> yes. with a Hot dude, Chip Dude, that song reference. slaps, I think, <laughs> is the appropriate I, term. The music video for that song is awesome, I but I don't know about the song itself. <laughs> Slapping. Yeah, quick quick digression. Listener, go out there. listen to, li- Find the music video for One Night by Hot Chip and just enjoy that thing. <laughs> that is something else. Arguably uh, What else is this? <laughs> yeah, seriously. What else does this movie do wrong? Oh, dude. So many things, buddy. Uh, I, I got one if you guys aren't going to jump in. The movie legitimately just straight up does not understand how physics works, which is not helpful. It's charming in certain ways in the sense that it's a slasher and you kind of want to see some supernatural bullshit. But also, like, fundamentally breaks immersion a lot of the time. It is well beyond <laughs> nitpicks, yeah. Like, how do, you, how do you stab a small gauge needle through a skull? You can't? Pro- yeah, probably not. Probably not. Unless it's like a crazy fucking strong needle, but they're not. She shoots him twice directly in the face, and I guess we're to believe in that the g- eyes. She is shot through the eyes, and nothing. Well, there is no damage well, to the face. Well, the except mask. for the blood. That's the only time he bleeds. The rules of guns yeah, and how they affect him are he, wild. Like, like uh, he only has like Matt Mickelson in that Bond movie. He like cries one tear of blood after she shoots him point blank range with a high caliber but He's pistol. already been shot like eight times and hasn't even bled. So that's wrong. And then what you just said leads into the worst part, which is the part of the movie where he's just flailing about like an asshole. <laughs> that sucks. That part sucks. It's terrible. That's, oh, that's second in the whole series. Second to only getting his ass kicked like judo style by Buster Rhymes. Uh, I disagree. Well, I mean, it is in second to that. In terms of embarrassment but... for Michael Myers, that's second. Yo, I can't believe you're going to throw Buster Rhymes under the bus here. Also, given well. that we understand that is where, a great scene. Given that we understand where this franchise goes, are we're to believe that they light the building on fire, see him burn, he can't get up, and that's the end of it? Then everybody just goes home, lets the fire go out on its own, and he gets up and walks away. Yes, there's no one left to fire. Some to that him. extent, okay, cool, cool, fun. <laughs> it is fun. Sam Hain returns in Halloween Four. <laughs> oh my god! You know what else they do wrong in this movie? They use the Halloween music. For way too long, the dent there are parts they, where that they goes really on knew- for four minutes. It's infuriating. <laughs> <laughs> they really knew what worked from the first one and they were like, you know what people like? More of the same. And it's like the first one they used it to build tension and to like carry you from an action scene to a horror scare. In this one they're just like, nah, four straight minutes of da and nothing else. Just because. <laughs> yeah, I think we're getting dangerously close to nitpick station, but unfortunately, th- th- the the tables have turned, and Whoa. I no longer have the Ooh. power to to transition. Ooh, I'm holding a whistle in front of me, and I got to tell you, Mark, it does feel powerful. Yeah, um, I can't tell you how many times I I rub my dick against that thing, man. Ooh, Good, Ooh, I'm even it feels even more powerful now. <laughs> All right, we're going to blow nitpick it. station. God, blow the whistle. Yeah, don't don't linger on it. You oh, it's very hard. exciting. It's very yeah. exciting. It's a lot of power. It's pretty fun. It's a lot of power. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> uh, my number one takeaway from this is that I really wish Arnold Schwarzenegger played Loomis. That would be so awesome. <laughs> He'd have better live readings. He would have more sensical Seriously. line readings. <laughs> That, Can you imagine? I it would be the perfect times. Movie. You guys are assholes. <laughs> Pleasance is great. Shut up. <laughs> well, they should have had Donald Pleasance play Michael Myers. They should have had Donald Pleasance play Arnold Schwarzenegger playing Loomis. You know what? Mark transitioned. Also good. Yes. Yes. Mark transitioned me too quickly. I did want to bring this up in what the movie does wrong, but there is problematic shit in this movie yikes i feel like we already talked about bud it's fine we talked about bud only in his positives we didn't talk about the scene where he assaults a woman by pretending to be a sick patient i already well they're like together we also didn't talk about the line delivered from a teenager the the girl says calls the police it says his wife's always picking on him he probably decided to start beating her that was a nitpick of mine her name's annie that's the cop's daughter yeah yeah she it justifies is. a man beating his wife by saying she's always picking He's on. He's all she's always picking on everything he just about snapped. that it's line fine. is an absolute disaster. He finally snapped. Oh my god. <laughs> the times have changed a bit, eh? Oh Jesus. <laughs> oh my god. It's yeah, so that was bad. my third nitpick. Yeah. Yeah. Woof. Um I, okay, we got we said we'd talk about it again. The scene where the kid gets hit by the cop car. Wow. Oh yeah, let's digest How everything no. that happens this here. This is all neat, right? No, this is neat. Shut okay. up, this is neat. Nitpick the first with this. Neat. Why the fuck is the kid wearing a Michael Myers costume? Pick three hours after the. I mean, at this point, at this point, it's not a Michael Myers it's costume. Just it's just a uh, William Shatner. It's costume. A William Shatner as a warehouse worker costume, spray painted white. Yes, William Shatner spray painted <laughs> white, dressed as a warehouse worker. It's a coincidence, Jack. <laughs> the kid was it's very like, clever. Look yeah like 15 kids were wearing it that week yeah absolutely <laughs> that kid is the most who, clever kid on the who block. Wore it best oh my god he had to die for it That's, they don't even i didn't miss something right they don't explain that at all no nope. no they don't explain it at all i assume that kid had some type of time machine or future site and he was like oh this is gonna be a really popular costume next year i'm gonna wear and it he this year known that gonna have he was gonna trends. get wrecked by a car yeah he didn't go that far into the future <laughs> It's it's selective future. State. <laughs> Speaking of getting wrecked by the car, I did actually write the line down. The cop says he came out of nowhere. I couldn't have stopped. <laughs> he came out. He did not come out. He was slowly he was walking, the across the street. So you absolutely could have stopped. Again, you know what? Neat pick because that's hilarious. <laughs> well, th- for this to play out the way it did, that cop had to be barreling down a residential street at ninety miles an hour for no reason. I hit him on Halloween night. <laughs> he hit him where, <laughs> where kids he are running him around in a residential neighborhood. He had to get there. He hit him pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> These are all neat picks, dude. I'm not hearing this. I'm not having it. There was nothing I could do. It came out of nowhere. Yeah. So I made sure to pin him against a flaming vehicle. Hey, yeah. I have a question the, the for The cop was going to hit that vehicle regardless of whether yeah. or not there yeah, was yeah. a kid there. But I have a question. The, the parked hey, car Jack, it came, came out, out of nowhere. nowhere. If you had Jack, the van came out of nowhere. <laughs> there just happened to also be a kid. Jake's really excited to say something. If either of you had just hit a kid and pinned him against a car and it exploded... Your reaction to hitting the kid would have definitely, absolutely, one hundred percent been he came out of nowhere. It absolutely would not, regardless happen. of what happened. It might be. Holy it shit. might be. You no, know I, I, I certainly am not going to get out and be like sheriff. I knew exactly what I was <laughs> yeah, doing the whole God. time. I'm so no, sorry. i like, uh, knock a couple of my teeth out and cut off my fingerprints. I gotta go somewhere. No, you'd say he came out of nowhere. I know you would. Okay. Goddamn, kid came out of nowhere. Did you have a nitpick the second? Because I do. Yeah, it was that the kid did not come out of nowhere and I third, feel like he stopped. Oh, like oh, oh. Stopped first was the cops. Nitpicked, <laughs> nitpick, nitpick the third. Well, then why the hell doesn't the kid like react to the cops other than just like kind of walking away and avoiding eye? Oh, because he was very. Like, wouldn't drunk. you just be like, yeah, hey? No, no, he was very drunk. His friends later that their throwaway line about him being really drunk explains that. That is a deep pick. They do explain that one. All right, fine. I don't know if that's. It is of, whatever. I'm not. I'm not willing to give that. It credit. is. You should. <laughs> I'm out of nitpicks with that scene, but the whole thing is insane. I have a nitpick. Can we change part of the movie? Or are you guys I was, I was asking Mark if he ben? has more about that scene. There's no way. No, we good. Let's There's let's no go way. to your thing. Uh, person imprint on the grass. Yep. Arms and legs. Yeah. All of it. You have to hit the ground so hard. This dude's arms weigh like 45 tons apiece. <laughs> I mean, he is a bit of a brick shit house. A but, little bit. But. But. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. Like what, what is the grain of this grass that your arms and legs are going to make an imprint just like your torso? It's the tall grass from Stephen King's in the it tall grass. Yeah. It has to be. It has to be. It has to be. Has he's like no other Gulliver or whoever.
1: From he's Gulliver's Travels?
0: Yeah, isn't he big and then he gets Shit like shaped down? Is that the guy? Is Gulliver a giant or is everyone else tiny? They're tiny. Yeah, so he's yeah. N- so he's normal size. But he's like Gulliver to them. He to the other people in the movie? no yes who's like gulliver to whom it doesn't matter gulliver is like gulliver to <laughs> it's the it's other like a characters because a situa- like i agree with that it's a gulliver situation it's a classic gulliver situation <laughs> i think so i think so <laughs> he's gulliver maybe this is just a classic gulliver situation this is just michael's travels yeah yeah exactly he comes from a world where most people are like Slightly larger than we are. Neat pick. I like the Night of the Living Dead in this movie. For the record, Gulliver is not slightly larger than the other people in Gulliver's Travels. He's no, but it's a it's a it's a about a journey of someone going to a place where they're different proportion than the people who yes, are around. But them. Not slightly. That's, That's also like true. one part of that whole thing. It's like one small part. It's the only part I remember. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> it's the it's the only part I remember from the preview for the movie that I didn't see. It's you only don't know about it because they didn't. They, is that a book? Okay, we're yes, we're spending too much time. It's a book. Yeah. We're spending too much time. I don't on know enough or. about it because they didn't do a wishbone about it. I, they, did. I, I, I knew, they did. I knew. I knew you they were going to say. I'm that. pretty they sure did they did. A, they I'm, did not do a wishbone about Gulliver's Travels. I'm not betting you twice in one Bet. episode. I, I'm not betting twice. Okay, Jake's not doing it. I'm Even not doing it twice in one episode. One. But I'm pretty sure they did because I'm pretty sure that's the only reason I knew about it. Nah, I don't was think a wishbone episode. No. I'm looking it up. Either way, you can talk about nitpicks. Um I want to talk about the scene where Bud and uh the woman whose name I've forgotten the nurse uh decide to get amorous while she's on shift. Oh, in the in the hot yep. tub? In the in the medical temperature tub. Yep. The hydrotherapy Thank tub. Thank you. That one. Yep. Uh Yep. They start she starts by saying, "I guess if we keep the door open, I'll be able to hear anything that happens and everything will be okay." And then immediately agrees to go like eight rooms down, close a door, and turn on a bubbling cauldron. She will no longer be able to hear anything. Well, and she didn't because she was easily snuck up upon. Very easily snuck up upon. Yeah. Um, maybe, you know, you, you lose track of yourself. Look, if you're going to bang while you're on shift, you got to be careful about it. Yeah, but sometimes you just lose yourself in the in the music, the moment. You want it. You want it. <laughs> you yeah. Let it go. They they did a Wishbone. They did a Gulliver's Travels Wishbone? Adventures of Wishbone number 18. Well, I know what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Listener, if this doesn't come out on time, uh, we're sorry. Wishbone happened. <laughs> July yeah, I, got, I got lost out a rabbit hole of cocaine and Wishbone. <laughs> well... You remember that episode of Wishbone that had Scatman John on it? Oh, right? my God. Stop, oh my stop, God. stop, 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 stop. You know what I was watching earlier today? No, I don't care. There's, there's a there's a whole video where this Japanese impersonator Buck. Buck. is doing a Scatman John impersonation, and then the real Scatman John comes out and surprises him and the crowd. And the most interesting part of it to me was being a Scatman John impersonator was like a viable career choice in the 90s in Japan. <laughs> what? What? Nothing says (laughs) that it was a viable career choice, Jack. I don't know. This guy was doing well. He had Scatman John money. We have to continue. Uh, We have to continue. Have you seen that video where Scatman John and Wishbone teach you how to use Windows 95? I would never, ever talk about anything else. (laughs) Yeah, we got other nitpicks? Uh, Yeah, okay. So later on in that scene where they're supposed to plow in the, the hydrotherapy tub... Um, Michael Myers turns it up way too high and then continues to dip her face in it such that it scalds her. Thank you, Mark. And continues to scald her worse every time he dips her face in it, except her neck and his uncovered hand do not get scalded in any he's way he's a brick. Shit house! He's invincible. <laughs> he's a brick. That's like consistent shit with the world, <laughs> dude. That's a consistency within world. But That's the rest, good. it's only her face. The makeup is bad. It's a nitpick with the makeup then. Which looks decent, the blistering looks decent on her face, but like way more than her face gets dunked in there. I mean, it's, 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 it's fine. Adequate Her nitpick. neck would do it's it too, you're right. adequate nitpick, okay. It's adequate, fine. <laughs> I'm really curious how much willpower it took for the actor to learn to walk through doors without using his arms at all. <laughs> <laughs> he just lean, he kind of like chest bumps it open every single time he goes through a door. I actually kind of thought that was impressive. That was nice, that was nice character acting. Okay, there you go. Nitpick. <laughs> <laughs> I have a nitpick with the, uh, the whole creation of this movie. They said this was supposed to wrap up the whole series, and that was their intention from the beginning. Then why, like, make him supernatural in the last ten minutes of the movie? Uh, he was questioned, arguably, supernatural before. He that. was lying about a decent amount of that. I like, mean, he was supernatural when he got shot, like, five times and fell off a balcony and then got up in three seconds and left. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, that's the, that's the other part of it is, like, if you need to make him supernatural if you want to do the thing where you shoot him in the eyes. And then he doesn't die he immediately. For sure. He yeah. No, they, they were always intended to make more of these. They were lying to the American public. I don't know about that that's true. Having... I don't know if that's true because they made ho- they made Halloween 3. They had the good idea to be like, let's now make this an anthology where we do other stuff. I'm not going to ramble about that because we already did that movie. Yeah. That was a good idea. That was a great I think idea. they thought they were done. Fantastic. I think they idea. thought they were done with oh, him, with God. his story. Then it doesn't make sense to like go as deep into his backstory as they did. Like the- I don't know. Demonic I, writing on me. the wall, son of Satan shit. Ah, it didn't hit me that as hard as that. Wow. I don't know. Well, that's my last nitpick. I got my last nitpick as well, and then we can get on to ratings. But uh I just I take issue with the fact that they open up a shitload of like D-sized cylinders of ether and they blow directly into Lori's face and she is unfazed. Yeah. Yeah. Ether. Yep, yep. yep. Whatever. Yeah, ether. You don't need very much ether to fuck your shit up. Right, uh, she yeah. They would they would all be very unconscious. Just read a Curious George book; you'll learn all about it. <laughs> curious George goes to the dentist. No, Curious George got curious about ether in one of the one of the books. Wishbone did it. It's, it's an episode of Wishbone. You know what? I was wrong. It's an episode of Wishbone. <laughs> Wishbone goes to the dentist. <laughs> and with that bombshell, let's go to ratings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did it. Uh, Boom out with a whimper. We Easy horror Use a one through ten rating system to rate the movies we watch. For one, think if I would rate James Ubrachios, Ubrachos. Uh, Jesus, it's been a while since I've seen that movie. Ability to identify what he's eating. Could be lunch meat. Could be peaches. Who knows? The point is this: even though it's free, don't mean it's no good. Am I right, Princess? And for ten, think about Beck Bennett. Would rate how in the weeds he is with David Pumpkins. Any questions? Yes, several. I mean, what, he has a middle initial now? I am so in the weeds with David Pumpkin. Story is the first guy to retrograde these movies. Uh, Jake, let's say we're going to start with you because I've decided it. What is your story For arbitrary rating? For reasons. Yep. For arbitrary Because it reasons? is what it I is. I gave it a four and a half. It kind of starts in the middle. You know what this is already. No, it starts up. Cool I think idea. it starts right in the middle. I'm okay. starting it at the middle because I know I'm going to get a continuation of Michael Myers slashing people. Okay. The cool idea was the first one and now you're getting more of that and you expect it to go up, but the the legwork they do to paint the supernatural elements of this was I agree with I think what we've been saying the whole time here. A little bit questionable. A little bit. <laughs> I, I only knocked it a fucking point. Look, I gave it a three. Well, uh, for story. Low. I think it does start with a cool concept, which is picking up like, directly, like, seconds after the last one. Oh, that's that was really great. Cool. Yeah, okay, That's yeah. really fucking cool. That was cool. great, yes. Then they just do absolutely nothing except for try to take the old characters and tie them to the new one in a way that rips you out of the movie. Mm-hmm. They do a bad job of tying those storylines together with the new ones. The new storylines are just Michael Myers kills a nurse or two. And, or, or 30. Or 30. It's just they do nothing I mean, good like in the story 30. from my perspective here, apart from having a really cool idea that they fuck up minute after minute after minute jesus so bad mark i also gave it a three and i don't have much to add here yeah okay interestingly i gave the original one a three and i think my point there was that like this isn't a story-based franchise it's just about michael going from person to person and they sure do continue that exact theme here (laughs) so why is this lower than the original it's a worse story than the original is it it's the same it's a war it's the same but worse it's, it's eh, maybe, I don't know, not appreciably worse. I, 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 so, I, I don't know, it actually is interesting to me that it's not worse, because this is the same in terms of how little they're doing, and then they actively fuck it up by bringing you two storylines that fail to tie together.
1: I mean, I to guess talk down to a sort of true. I'd like to get
0: a two out of you from this. Uh, yeah, it's two seems too low. That's Two thing, and a half? You know? Can I talk you into a two and a half? Uh, let me think about it. I'll come back okay. later. You okay. just need it to be lower than the first. Is that was happening. I do. Yeah. Okay. I fine. do. World building and immersion is the second category. Jake, what is your world building and immersion score? Give it a five and a half. Wow. World building mostly. Jesus. I. I. It hit me. It hits me well that this takes Halloween and then actually makes it like feel like Halloween compared to the first one, which unmitigated classic, but does not feel like Halloween. That's like the biggest strike against it. You. It's like this is gonna happen at any, time. <laughs> at any time. At least this feels like it's happening on Halloween and you get Michael Myers doing things. That lands well. When you go beyond that, it's all shit. <laughs> and pulling you out and you could I'm not gonna get too much into like the music or anything, but I agree with you, Jack, from what you said earlier, that too much of it. That's not great. The world building part I'm fine with. They make the town feel like more of a thing. They make it feel more like Halloween. That's cool. But can't go above the Dan- Dalton line. All right. I gave it a three for a world-building immersion. I do agree with you that it's cool that they made it feel a little bit more like Halloween, but that is, doesn't take much. It really doesn't take much. But they make it feel a lot more like Halloween. How about that? (laughs) There are trick or and pumpkins. Still doesn't take much. (laughs) And partiers. And the immersion is just jack shit. The tone of this movie is so inconsistent. It's ruined by many of the line readings. It's... Ruined by sometimes Michael Myers is really, really insidious, and in that he's like shoving a needle through people's brains. And sometimes he's doofily swinging a scalpel like he can't okay, put well, one foot scal- in front of the other. The scalpel blind part was a mistake. That was there, bad. There's a lot of scalpeling and it. it's all bad. So he's not blind and has the scalpel at the same time. He's swinging like a fucking machete at that point. At the end, yeah. Something. Yeah, okay. end, yeah Well what? the scalpel the scalpel he uses to kill one of the nurses where he shoves it in her back and then lifts her up oh, for like awesome. three or yeah, four that was feet awesome. with the fucking scalpel, which is one of the other ones that was really like stupid. people just fundamentally don't understand how really physics works. Stupid. I mean yep. he pins a guy to the fucking door on the fr- in the first movie and we were fine with that. Yeah, because it felt... No, we weren't. We talked about that, but too. But also, I I think people were it fine better fit, it. fit the tone of the rest of the movie. And this one had, like, dark scenes with no sound of him shoving a needle through someone's eye. And then, because they didn't know what else to do, I assume, the... I, I, would argue, I would argue that the tone was consistently worse in this movie, whereas the other one stood out more. Yeah, the tone is consistently worse in this movie. Yeah. I agree with you. It's Five and, it's and a half. It's terrible. Three. Mark. Oh, this is awkward. I also gave it a five and a half. Womp, womp. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, this is roughly average, right? Like the acting's not great, but they do do a pretty good job of setting the scene of Haddonfield. And one other thing that's nice about movies that do sort of jump scare, scary figure in the dark hospital in this case, is like you're kind of glued to the screen to see where they're going to put him, like what he's going to do and kind of piece the scene together before it happens. And that's the that's the sort of thematic element that. Does increase the immersion, regardless of whether or not the like underlying content is actually good. So I kind of understand what you're saying, but this movie doesn't do that, right? Where is where is he gonna be, dude? It does this like all the no, fucking no, but time. what I'm saying is it tries to, but instead, what it does is where is he gonna be? I don't know. How about the place that Laurie Strode has been crawling from for the last eight minutes, and then he shows up there? So it doesn't do a good job of that. Um, not always. There are a few scenes that I thought were pretty good. There's the one where he sort of like appears in the darkness behind Lori, I think, at the very end. There's the scene at the beginning that I like a lot when the old lady's watching the TV with her that husband. And like. he's just like, he takes her knife out of the steak. That one I like a lot. That's a good one. Yeah. They, I mean, they do that shot uh, five or six times. And that's not even the only type of thing I'm talking about. I'm just talking about in general, like, where's he going next? Yeah. Well, hit me worse than it did you guys. Scare factors, our third category. Jake, what's your scare factor score? Give it a four. Michael Myers running around, not running around, stalking in the shadows is a creepy thing. He is strong and will kill you with a knife. That feels like a certain thing, and they captured that here. I'm fine with it. Yeah, I gave it a four as well. I mean, cool. I think scares are what this movie does best, and it adds some stuff oh, like gosh. even shoving a needle through your head, even if it doesn't actually work. It is like, ugh. And I think the the eerie shots of like dead bodies in a room just pooling blood under them from overhead are cool and add to an ominous feeling that the rest of the movie just mm-hmm. fails to live up to. Mark. Oh my God. Yeah, the weird thing is you guys just made a very good argument for the score that I gave, which is a six. Uh... I think this is higher than what you're saying. You're saying they're doing good jobs with all of these things, and then you're giving it a much below average score. Not much below. And they didn't... For me, it's the fact that they just couldn't put any of it together well. I mean, okay. Well, for me, it's... Maybe I was, like... I, I go was ahead. just to say, for me, it's the fact that it's not, like... I, I was arguing why it's not lower. But it could do a lot more I to gotcha. be scary. I, it could. I, As a kid, like, this type of movie was something that got to me of, like, anonymous killer out there on Halloween who will just, like, run over whoever's in front of him. That type of shit was scary. That's the co- uh, you're talking and- about the cop right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the police. <laughs> well, yes, the scar- that's the scariest part of the movie. You could just be, you know, minding your own business, crossing the street safely, and you get plowed over by I a mean, cop going yeah, 90 in a residence. It's really, no, it's really no different getting killed by that cop than it is getting killed by Michael, I'm going to tell you that. No. You're dead. That's true. We also didn't talk about this, but this movie also was playing on the fears of, like, that kid had a razor blade in his fucking candy. Oh, God. <laughs> that was actually the most distressing yeah. thing. Yeah. Because it's, like, sideways in his between his front teeth. Fuck that shit. That yeah. was the scariest scene of the whole movie. Yeah. Oh, that was icky. <laughs> it's going to take us into effects or judicious, lack thereof. Jake. It looked pretty good, too. Yeah, it did. I gave this a six and a half. I, I didn't go too high. By, by and large, it looks Fine. It's not outrageous. Like it's still a relatively low budget movie. I think this is made for like a couple mil. And that's after studios got their hands on it. It's still not crazy big. Yeah. Michael <laughs> fuck. My cold got my cold acted up. <laughs> Come on, leggy, 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 leggy. Michael is never going to look tremendous. Part of the shtick of what he, he looks is kitschy. is to yeah. look like kitschy and thrown together by yeah someone who has nothing so they're throwing something together so like that is what it is and then outside of that we've talked about it like you have stuff that looks interesting in this movie but not necessarily realistic the pool of blood being prime to me uh the music is the music and that is kind of basically the audio equivalent of michael myers um it's cool but it's not necessarily high quality. Like this is something that they've I guess added a little bit of a machine to, but it's still the original score primarily. They used it too much, but still it's there. That's why I can't go too high, but it's above average for sure. Yeah, I gave it a six for a lot of the same reasons. I also think there's like attention to detail stuff like when she's getting scalded, the boils on her face look really good, but peeling off. Yeah, but but also aren't where they should be. Mm-hmm. So like there's like weird dichotomies like that. Dichotomies. I also can't give them great props for the score because they just ruin it. They take what is a good iconic score. I don't think they ruin it. And they just overuse the shit of it. They're so it doesn't, it doesn't give you the same feeling it should. Right? You hear that music. You should be scared of where he's going to be. But then that loses all effect when it's on for four straight minutes. Mm-hmm. So. Mark. And when they've reused that same shot over and over and over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I also gave it a six and a half. Uh, so me and Jake are in lock- lockstep on this one. Um, the funny thing is I I really don't have much to add. I just wanted to circle that one scene of the, of the nurse who'd bled out from the IV, and then what's his name slips and falls. And they have that zoom out that we talked about where they're both laying in that giant, like bright red puddle. What I like about that scene is they, you can tell they knew what they wanted to show, (laughs) But they had absolutely no fucking clue how to get yeah, there. Yeah, no chance. <laughs> yeah, I, I, they, on, the, on the cutting room floor somewhere in Hollywood, there's a scene where Michael Myers is placing an IV in this nurse, <laughs> and they were like, "Wait a minute, this doesn't make any goddamn sense. Let's just trash it. We'll th- we'll show the after effects. Don't worry, yeah, about we'll it. get there. Definitely, definitely, yeah." Which is uh, all, all of that is in service of my underlying point, which is that they kind of know what they want to show, but they don't. They, it's not the most effective way of getting there most of the time. Yeah, I'll buy that. Yeah, it's gonna take us into overall. Jake gave it a five. Um, not as good as the first. I don't think this like ruined Halloween. I I, I think that after having this one happen, they had a really good reason to move along and try something different. I'll say that. <laughs> yes, definitely, they definitely definitely not as good as the first. I I don't think that it's bad though. Like you could throw this on on Halloween and it would be just. It would play just fine as a bit though. No, not really. Like, it would play just fine. I, I don't know that I'd sit down and, like, be totally immersed in it, but it's definitely a fine movie to throw on. Mm. Well, and you'd find out how many of your friends would be like, ooh, I love the movie Halloween yeah. for sure. That's That that in and of itself. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Look, I gave it a four. <laughs> I, you uh, don't know. You don't even know what you gave it. I do know. I you gave just it a four. decided what you gave I it. I said. Jesus yeah. Christ. I was thinking about it are you still thinking about it would you like to think about it again no i decided on a four okay jesus yeah um it's it's not good i don't like it it's fine it's a fine movie i don't think i'll ever watch it again (laughs) i I, it might maybe if it's on the background it's a fine thing to keep on in the background but i don't ever want to pay attention to this movie again it kind of stinks wow mark this is a this is a really high line to be fine Uh, I gave this a six. I mean, it's still a competently made movie. It's still fun to watch. It's still Michael Myers stalking and killing people. It's still a romp around Haddonfield. And you know what? It's still a classic slasher. You guys don't want to give it to me, but whatever. Fuck it. (laughs) Did You You didn't really argue that hard for whether this was a classic. No. No, and I mean, like, obviously it just pales in comparison to the first one, but it's, I don't know, it's it's in the zeitgeist. It's out there. People have generally seen this. I don't know. I guess I'm a bad example of this because I- really hadn't <laughs> yeah it's weird well, well why don't you guys interrupt me so i can stop talking Hey, mark you should stop talking <laughs> okay, do we give cool. this a Thank thumbs you. up or a thumbs down thumbs down from this guy mm. mark bold take uh thumbs up uh, i'm gonna give a thumbs up too mm. i think that this one's worth seeing bad take it's not a bad take and you see this how this thumbs up works. tw though. i gave this a bull <laughs> like average score but i think it should be seen and it'll play decently well during the halloween time period Thumbs what, up. what did you give there it there you go wall? A five. Yeah, I, I guess I'll say this: if you're putting this thing on and it's like April, not the right time, then that's weird. That's a weird thing. That's yeah, a weird that's thing to do. Right Don't time. do that. That's not the right time. You fucked this up. <laughs> oh, you ruined harsh. this one. It's a little harsh. It's got to be time to get the fuck out of here. I, I think so. Yeah. Uh, this has been episode 157 of the A to Z Cast. To check out everything we have going on, head over to AtoZHorror.com or come hang out with us on any of our social media we channels. We have a new one recently. Those are Facebook, Twitter, and now Instagram. Instagram. We're on the gram. Instagram. Uh, I tell, we're on the gram. I tell you all those links will be down in the description below, but it might take a few weeks because uh, we'll see. Some of them will be in there. Some we are internet professionals. be in there. As Jack mentioned at the top of the episode, if you are still here hanging out with us and you like what you've been hearing, you might want to consider becoming a Patreon member. We have a lot of cool extra shit going on for those of you who are. And if that's not something you want to do right now, can't swing the money, just not interested, that's cool too. We're going to keep making the same content for you. We just We're just happy you're here listening to this with us. As always, the music has been coming at you from SuperBear. they are links down there in the description below as well. And next week, now that we're back to the after-holiday period Regular that we've schedule. been celebrating, yep. we have one more movie in the current crop. Oh, uh, shit. It's from a Patreon member. Oh. Patreon. Uh, this one's going to be interesting. It's not really a horror movie. Uh, no, but it's meta. Yeah, okay. And we're going to do it because we are A to Z horror. Yeah. And that says something, I suppose. Uh, American movie coming at you next week. It's going to, like I said, be a weird one. Until then, get your buddies. American Movie does start with A, which, you know. A to Z. And go watch some more movies. Have have a great week, everybody. (laughs) Terrible. Take a lap. You know what they say about routines. Routines are good, though.